Rabbi Urizar. I'm not going to get into the whole thing I've spoken about it so much, but I want to tell you, I saw the interview, and it touched me so much. He said, I am the most fortunate person in the entire world. And then he said, and I am also the richest, wealthiest person in the entire world. He said, because there is not one thing in this world that I want that I don't have. פה הכל קלוס קונטרול, הנה החברותות, הנה הספרים, ישן, קם, לומד, הכל קרוב. אני הבן אדם לא רק המאושר בעולם, אלא העשיר ביותר בעולם, כי אין דבר בעולם שאני רוצה שאין לי. He's not rich. He has so much that he wants and he's so, so much lacking and so much. He said, anything I want, I have. How do you achieve that? By, by getting stuff? No, by not needing stuff. And then they showed you his apartment. He had a mansion. He gave up such a wealthy lifestyle and he could have, he could have had a beautiful house now also. He didn't want it. He said, everything's within reach. Look, here's my dining room table. He said, this is where we learn. And this is where I eat. Right behind him, he said, this is my couch. Right here is his farm shank. And like 10 feet away is his kitchen. He said, everything is, I forgot what, what the word, he used an English word, word, such a cute word. And they showed the leg of his table was, was being held up by two phone books. Anybody remember what a phone book is? So I just thought of even more of a chiddush. I don't think they made phone books in the last 10 or 15 years. That means that that's the way his leg was for 10 years. He wanted it that way because he didn't care. Because it's good. How is it better if it's being held up by a nicer leg? He, he became disconnected from being a cow. He became disconnected from chaymer, from materialism. Now, I'm not giving up this shirt today, but it's something to strive for, to not need. Right? I'm not giving up my car. I'm not giving up. Uh, we're not going to start. We're not going to be him today. But you know what? He did it at 40 years old or 40. I forgot. I think it was 40. Like Rebbe Kiva. Until then he was Mugushim. He, his whole life was Gashmi's. He had no Ruchni's. And he became that. So it's never too late to start your journey. And the journey is not for Hashem. It's for us. To live a life that we feel connected to Hashem. And a life that we could say, I am the richest person in the world. I am the wealthiest person in the world. Think about it. Billionaires are not as wealthy. Because there are things that they want that they don't have whether it's relationships, whether it's whatever. He said, I have everything everything I want. I, I wish that on me. <laughs> I wish that on you. But that's the bracha we should give our children. I bless you that you should have everything that you want. There's only one way to get that, by only wanting connection to Hashem. Only wanting sitting and learning. Tveikos Hashem. Once you want materialism, Mishiyash Leimana writes a Messiah, it's in the Bria. You want a hundred, then you're going to just want 200. Once you get to 200, you're going to want 400. Once you're going to want 400, you will always feel lacking. You will never say, I have everything I want. And we say, no, it's not true. Give me $100 million, I'll have everything I want. No, it's not true. It's not true. Look at the celebrities. The guy, they have everything they want. Every taiva, any boy, any girl, they have fame, they have glory, everything. Look at them, do research at the end of their lives, how they die miserably, some of them die of drugs. Some of them die, die lonely, empty. Some commit suicide. Celebrities, what do you mean? I wish I was a celebrity. I wish. Why do you wish? 
So over here also, all the brachas that we want are for a purpose. I just thought of another Nesiv Shalom. So beautiful. Wow. I'm Rosh Hashanah, and Mamash fits in with what he's saying here. The Zayar HaKadosh says, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, we should not be like dogs that bark, give me, give me, have, have. It says the Nesiv Shalom. What's the difference between us and a dog? We shouldn't be like the dogs who say, give me, give me, give me a bone, give me a bone. We shouldn't bark. Well, what do you mean? But we need money. But we need food. But we need health. I shouldn't tell, I shouldn't say, Hashem, give me, give me. He says, of course we say, give me, give me, but not like a dog. Because the result, the end goal of the dog is the bone. That we shouldn't, when it says, don't bark like a dog and say, give me, give me. So Pashib Shad is, don't say give me, give me. He says, no, say give me, give me, but not like a dog. Don't bark like a dog and say give me, give me. Do it like a human being and say give me, give me. Say, Hashem, I need, so I can get close to you. I need money, I need health. It's very hard. If I don't have money, if I have worries, I'm not going to be able to sit and learn. Ask for it, but that's not the goal. The goal is not the thing. The goal is shifti bevei Hashem kol Another Nesiv Shalom, I just thought it was so beautiful. In the same place, he says it. David HaMelech says, Achas Sha'altim Eis Hashem. One thing I have to ask, one request. This is my request. Shifti Beveis Hashem, Kol I should sit in the house of Hashem, Kol all the days of my life. Lachazois Benayam Hashem, Levaker Beicholi, to sit and enjoy the pleasure of, of Hashem in my life. Says the Nesiv Shalom. Really? He doesn't say it's so cute, but I'll say it cute. Really? Did you ever open up a Tehillim? Because if you open up a Tehillim, you'll see every day David HaMelech was asking for something else. Save me, help me, feed me. Constantly in trouble. He went through so much tsaras. It says one of the reasons why David HaMelech went through all the tsaras because he was, because every Jew in any tsara you could find, you could relate. Because he went through it all. He had a son who tried to kill him. He had a son off the derech. He had wives of this. He had people, everything. Achashalti, I have one request. What do you mean one request? You have 10,000 requests, Stavon HaMelech. You request that Avshalom should come and do tshuva. You request that, that, that your enemies shouldn't kill you. You request that you should be safe. He had to make believe like he was a crazy person to get away. Shigayin Ladavid. He had to, he had to, he hid in, in, in a cave. He, so, he needed so much. Give me Munuchas HaNefesh. Give me, give me, uh, uh, take away my enemies. Make people realize that I am Ne'im Yisrael, that I am Ne'im Zemir Yisrael, that I am the King David HaMelech forever. At the time, people didn't accept him. He had enemies. I'm not the only guy that has enemies. David HaMelech had enemies. They wanted to kill him. And in those days, when you had enemies, they didn't just smear your name or say Lashon Har about you. Off with your head. What are you talking about? He's constantly asking from Hashem. He says in the Siva Shalom, David HaMelech had a lot of problems, but his, his goal wasn't to save me from this problem. His goal was, I really have one Acha Sha'alti. I really have one request in my life that I want. The only thing I want is Shifti Bevei Hashem. Therefore, please save me. Please tell these people to stop trying to kill me so I can be Shifti Bevei Hashem. Please give me money so I, I don't, so I don't have to work so hard so I can be Shifti Bevei Hashem. I have one goal. 
And therefore, I'm asking for all these things. Somebody's chasing me, so I can't learn. So I, I'm asking you to save me. But it's not about that. All the things that we ask for, the goal is shifti b'veis Hashem kalimei And anything that's going to take away from the shifti b'veis Hashem kalimei as the Nesiva Shalom says, what does it mean? I should sit in shul a whole day? He says, wherever you are, it should be b'veis Hashem. You could be working, but you're connected to Hashem. You could be in your car, but you're listening to Torah. Or your thoughts... Two people driving up in a car somewhere. One guy's listening to Gaisha music. What's so wrong? Well, when I'm talking about the Avera, the other guy's listening to a shir. Well, let's say it's quiet. Two people waiting in a, in a, in a doctor's office. And, and both are going like this. One is thinking about mundane matters, and the other one's thinking about Hashem. He is shifty, beveis Hashem. Wherever his shifty is, wherever his zitzing is, is beveis Hashem. And that's how it could be, kol and that's how you could be lachzis b'nayim Hashem ulevaker be'echalei. All of this is 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 what we need to understand. That my goal is not the car. If the goal is the gashmius, you're asking like a dog who's barking. I want gashmius, but I'm a human, so my gashmius is not a bone. It's a fill in the blank. You're a dog. Ask Hashem for your physical needs. Ask Hashem for what you need. For health, wealth, everything, 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 everything. But not like a dog, like a human, like a yid. Say, Hashem, I have one request. Shifti beves Hashem That's all I really want. I want to be close to you. Please give me everything that I need to be close to you. And I know that, of course, you can give me hardships, and, and, and then I probably will be more close to you. But please give me the good stuff. Achtoiva chesed yirdefuni. All my redifas should be from Taivan Chesed. And I'll work harder. But I only want to be close to you. Because that's why I was created. That's why I was put down here on earth. And when you give somebody a blessing in Ruchnius to achieve his goal, not to waste his life. And again, sin is, is more extreme. But you could be not sinning and still waste your life. And even if it's not wasting your whole life, you can waste particles of your life. Every minute is a, is a minute in your life that you will never have back. And that minute could be spent davok ba'ashem, connecting ba'ashem b'machshava or b'maisa, learning, or just thinking, connecting to Hashem. Or it could be not. So now we understand how this whole process of, 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 of Ahava works, how it connects people. That is the connection to bestow blessing on people and the greatest blessing you could bestow on somebody is spiritual blessing Yitzchak was giving over to Yaakov give me food why? so that way come here and kiss me why? that way I'm awakening the maximum I have, I have inside of me and therefore I can give you the maximum blessing that you should be Yaakov Avinu the Heilig Rishonah said now we understand the Minag we know that we go to uh, a big tzaddik, a chacham, a rebbe, you give a pigeon. In Ger, we don't do that, Baruch Hashem. <laughs> but in all the other stuff, you give money. Right? They say, they say that, uh, we daven, um, rachim no Hashem alikeinu as well, Baruch Hashem, they say that, uh, Hashem, please help me that I shouldn't get a matana, I shouldn't get a basar vadam, I shouldn't get flesh and blood. There should be something in between my hand and his hand. There should be a check. <laughs> They say that's what the, the bracha of the tzaddikim. But the, cha, cha, the chacham that you go to, the tzaddik that you go to, why are you giving him money? 
Where does it come from? Says the Rishina, Nesinas Ma'is Latzadik, the purpose of giving money to a tzaddik, in Yana Lekasher, Bain Anaisein, Lumakabo. The idea is to connect you. You walk in there, of course he loves you. He loves you, you're a yid, you need something, he's gonna give you. But when you give him a gift, and you tell him, I'm here to help your maestas, I'm here to take money for yourself, for your family, you're being, you're, you're giving him something, the best way to, to, to open love is a matana. I care about you. Where's that coming from? Love. So he's appreciative. So you're opening up his heart to love you even more. That's why there's a concept of matnas kohuna that we all give gifts to the kayanam, the same idea. By giving gifts, it awakens love. And therefore it connects you on a deeper, on that love level, that, that respirator is open more between the mashpia and the makabel. So in order to awaken the hava, we give them money, we give the kaihana money, we give the tzaddik money, or gifts or whatever it is, and you make them happy, and that opens up, right? Same thing with people that we want to give a bracha to. We have to, we have to be ma'ir hava to them. Ma'ayr, awaken our care. Before you give the bracha, say, I, I really care about this person. I really want them to do well. Awaken your ahava. Open it up so you can give the maximum blessing because it really matters. Otherwise, why are you saying the words at all? If you don't believe that your words are going to make that person's life better, why are you saying, get well soon? Refua shalema, what does it mean? It means I really have, I have a kayach. And the more that I love you, whether it's personally love you or generally I love you because you're a yid and you're my brother, I could awaken a hava to you. Even if you're just a bria, a bria, like we said from the Balatanya, I could awaken, but you have to awaken your hava. That's why a lot of tzaddikim, before they say anything, they close their eyes. They, they're, they're awakening within them. They're opening up. It's not easy to do always to love everybody. Some people are even to the tzaddikim very hard to love. A lot of parents say, how can I love my kid? He made his hair green, pink, piercings, tattoos. But tzaddikim, real tzaddikim, the real ones who have Ruch HaKadosh, they, they, you know what we look like to them? We used to go to Chaim Kanievsky, Zchus Aleinu. He saw everything. We looked a lot worse to him than, than a mohawk with pink hair and earrings. He saw, he smelled our virus. It's a, a story that happened that there were a lot of checks from Ku, to Kuparair that were stolen from Chaim's house. And they didn't know who did it. It was a lot of money. Because a lot, a lot of people donated to Kuparair through Chaim and in the desk, the drawer, wherever it was, stolen. So the police came and they were interviewing. Somebody asked Chaim, we, you know, you know, you know who's a Ghanif. You could see people. You could see. Why don't you just tell us who the Ghanif is? So he said, <laughs> you know how many Ganovim are, are, are roaming around my house? He saw everything. He saw all your affairs. Tzadikim, it says that they had to try, they had to take, they said, Hashem, please take away my ability to see. I don't want to see the affairs. I'd rather not see anything. So they see, yeah, we look, we look, not that great ourselves, and yet we want them to bless us, and they have to work on it. So they think about it. This is a Yiddish kid, this is a Jewish kid, probably all the Averis that doesn't mean to do, and they probably challenged and not as fortunate as I am, and being, being, being matzdik, the person, being, you know, awakening 
tremendous love, so that way you could say, Yivarechacha Hashem, Yishmarecha, Yar Hashem, Panov Elecha, Vichu Neko, Yisa Hashem, Panov Elecha, Vyasim Lecha Shalim. It matters, it counts when you say those words. Make sure to open up that Ahava to whoever your blessing in your life to be the maximum source of blessing and it will impact them. It will. Because that's part of the Bria that Hashem created. He created a Teva. Two plus two is four. But He also put in this extra above natural. It's also nature nature that, that was created. A supernatural Teva that allows us to affect the lives of other people by connecting to them from our hearts. So let's end with this. Some of the most loving people that I've ever met are Zikne Hador. Because they're out of it. They're not connected to the Chamriyas, to the Gashmiyas world. They're not, they're out of that hot 40, 50 year old stage where they're fighting and I have to be Meicha and I have to whatever. And they become calm and they become like weaker. So therefore the, it, a lot of their Gashmiyas, their, it balances, they're closer to the, to the next world. And they become so sweet. They become so zis. They're not marachic anybody. This, this, so, that's what it is. They have much more love in them. Because what blocks us from love is not that person, it's me. It's what's in us. It's our connection to chamris, to gashmis, to materialism, to ego. I'm upset at my kid because you're not listening to me. It's my ego, it's my anger, it's my bad midos. The more holy we become, the more disconnected we all try to become in this incredibly materialistic world. Biggest Nisayim. Because yes, it does, that's one of the big chidushim he's saying. It's a chidush to some people, but it's, it's so posh. It takes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the more expensive your clothes are, the harder it is for you to have Tveikas Bashem. And a lot of people are going to say, no, it's not true. What are you talking about? Try both ways. Try both ways. We see, we see, we know. But the Zikne Adar are full of love. Full of love. That's why they, they give they give such blessing. They just want everybody to be happy. They just want I went to Gershon Edelstein Schlitzelzun Zikne Adar. Look at the video of me with him. Look how he, he says anybody who sins is an oinus, nobody wants to be bad, everybody wants to be good. They have such beautiful eyes. Because they're eating just like for lunch, one little slice of cucumber. You ever see what Steinman ate? Everybody knows what he ate every single They're not connected to this world anymore. They worked on themselves and also older people. And the less connected you are to this world, the more the more you, you see what's real. The more you know about what's real. And the only thing that's real is that we should be constantly connected to Hashem. It's hard. And that we should open our hearts to everybody else and not close our hearts because they're struggling or because they sin differently than we do. Like our sins we're totally fine with, you know. Sin aschinam. It's a sin. It destroyed the base of Mikdash. It's why all, we're all in pain. It's sin aschinam, but that's okay. That's like, it's a very from sin. But uh, tattoo, oh, I'm nauseous. I can't look at you. Which one is worse than Hashem's eyes? I don't know. Chabra base of Mikdash was not destroyed because of tattoos or because of, uh, they had them in those days also, or because of Chil uh, Shabbos. It was destroyed because of sin aschinam. I think it's probably a, Pretty bad. Pretty bad. And that's why the only thing that's going to rectify that is a havaschinam. Loving for nothing. And when I have a havaschinam, I love you despite of you. 
It's all working on myself. I become a loving being. I can be mashpia on other people. And then I have much more of a power to make the world a better place. That's what makes the world go round. Now you're part, if you could become and work on yourself, not work on the other person, like the Nesiv Shalom said, get a hold of your own ruach. Work on yourself. So many parents say, what am I going to go to Avi for? What's he going to teach? Uh, it's about him, not about me. No, it's all about us. Besides, besides also in my work, I realize that it really is all about us. But even on a spiritual level, it's all about you. Because if you can't look at your kid, you're not, you're not listening to what the Nesiva Shalom said. You can't be mashpia, uh, bracha on him and shmira on him or her. What could you do? Your daughter's going out in the middle of the night. Nabuch, these kids, some of them, they put themselves in danger. They're meeting a stranger from an app that didn't even have a face, didn't even try. Not even a fake face, no face. And you meet me in the back of the gym that closes four hours ago. And some kids are so vulnerable, Nabuch, that they're going to go. What could you do for them? Okay, sometimes, you know what would really help? If, if Rabchaim Kanievsky would give a bracha that she'll be safe, you would, be, you would feel a little bit more calm, right? A lot more calm. We don't have Reb Chaim. You have to be that Reb Chaim. You have to cleanse yourself from any anything that's blocking that Ahava, that 100% Ahava, and you have to be Mashpia onto the Makabah with love, be Ahava, and you have to say, Verechacha Hashem, Ve'yishmerecha. Not 10% of your power, 100%. But she this, and he looks that, that. Don't let that get in the way. Be a part of blessing in this world. Go back to Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu was so non-judgmental. No, maybe. <laughs> maybe because there were no Jews in the world. It was a lot easier to be non-judgmental. <laughs> he didn't have like uh, this shul that I daven in and there's this rav that I hate and this one. <laughs> he didn't have a problem with Jews. There were no Jews. So who are you going to be judgmental about? He was a loving, he loved Arabs. He would run after them. He didn't even say to his, you know, the, go ruts, uh, bucker ruts Avram. I got to take care of these Arabs and let me wash their feet and himself. He was so ahava that he didn't even need to look at you. You saw him, misparich. Can you imagine being that person? Whoever touched Avram, got a bracha. They went, they went to touch him like a celebrity. They want to touch him. What are you touching a celebrity? You know what you get when you touch a celebrity after a concert? Sweat. You know what you get when you touch a tzaddik? Whoever touched Avram Avinu got blessed. But it says you don't even need to touch him. That's how his power went as far as the eye can see. You could be, you could be whoever could see him became blessed because he was a source of blessing because he was all male ahava. When you work on yourself to be that guy, everybody in your life is going to be receiving blessing from you. And you know who's going to be the most blessed? You got it. You. That's our tafkin in this world.